Hi everyone and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hi Jace, how's it going? Hey Pip, all good thanks, how are you? I'm good thank you. Have you recovered from your rounders loss on Wednesday? See, I, I was told that it was such chaos that nobody actually knows who won and lost. Although it was by somebody on my team because I had to leave early. So, ah, see, that's uh, I think that's admittance of loss if I've ever heard one. Well, I mean, it didn't help. And just for context, this is a <laughs> WW staff rounders game that happened a few days ago in, in the, the rain. torrential rain. <laughs> Pouring rain. Pouring rain. And there were cheaters on the other team, weren't there, Pip? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't know what I'm no. talking about, eh? So I didn't definitely didn't have to go from base three to base four with somebody wrapped around my waist trying to drag me to the ground in very dangerous circumstances on oh, slippery grass. Slippery terrain. Um, anything to stop that rounder being won, to be honest. You've got to do what you've got to do. There's no love lost in rounders, is there? No. I'm still I'm actually still a bit sore from it. It's um, it was quite quite uh yeah, quite a physical game in the end. I, I do have to admit um, to having a bit of a sore neck yesterday, but I put that down to sleeping funny, but it might okay. have been. No, my legs felt sore um, the last couple of days, I think. It's it's um, it's like explosive training, basically, because you're sort yeah. of just standing around not doing much, and then all of a sudden you have to absolutely leg it as fast as you can. And, and it's not like <laughs> at a staff function you can really spend a lot of time limbering up and doing lunges, can you? People look I, I did stretch, though. I'm not going to lie. You? I did stretch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't. Me and Sam were in the corner stretching so that we could be prepared. Uh, we took it very seriously. Well, clearly it helped you because if you did indeed win. Then we won. Well, I'm just saying that when I left at halftime, we were in the lead by two rounders. So, I mean, I'm not saying I was the linchpin of the team, but it appears to have fallen apart without me there. So, yeah, maybe it all went downhill from there. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was a really good afternoon and good to get out, get out of the office, um, move our bodies a bit and um, just really, in, I was going to say, enjoy some sunshine, but enjoy the outdoors. We did not it enjoy nice. the sunshine. It's so nice uh, to no, see people lovely. outside of the office environment as well and just hang out with people, yeah. not talk about work, just yeah, get a exactly. chance to do something different. Exactly. Um, but today on the podcast, we are talking a bit more about activity. Um, and the importance of activity and sort of how much people should be doing in order to be able to make a difference into your wellness journey and all the different sorts of ways that you can move your body to feel good. Um, so a couple of days ago, we put up a poll on the WW Instagram page um, because I wanted to get everybody's um, thoughts on how long people think you should be exercising for it to for it to you know, count or for it to make an impact. I say count with little apostrophes um, because all exercise counts. But um, it was a really interesting response, actually. So we asked, how long should you exercise for it to count? Um, and we had four options, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or 60 minutes. What do you think, Jace, that most people said? I reckon people are going to go with about a 30 minute counting. Yeah, exactly. Most yeah. people, 43% of people um, who replied said 30%, um, 30%, 30 minutes, said that 30 minutes counts um, towards, That's you know, really like decent, decent exercise, which is very interesting. Um, only 
30% next suggested 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And then 22% said 20 minutes. So only 5% of people thought it was an hour. Um, well, that's good because it's good, sometimes yeah. difficult to carve a whole hour out of your day. Absolutely. And to go and do some exercise, like intense exercise solidly for an hour. Um, absolutely. And I reckon, I reckon most people do move for an hour in total throughout the whole day. Mm. Um, but that, you know, doesn't have to be one bank of 60 minutes, 60 intense minutes. Absolutely. Um, but basically the research we have this week, uh, from our weekly technique, um, is that just 10 minutes of exercise is all it takes, um, to, for you to add into your daily routine and can make a really, really good impact on your, on your health and wellness, which I was actually a little surprised by. Like I would have thought myself it would have been more. I think I would have been one of the people who chose 30 minutes, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I'm not ashamed to say I clicked the 30 minute icon as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, every movement you do is activity. Lif- lifting my cup of tea to my mouth as I'm doing at the moment is sort of technically activity. I'm going to call it activity and track okay. it. Was, that one's tenuous, but okay. <laughs> but no, absolutely. Just 10 minutes of activity is better than doing no minutes of activity. Exactly. And it's sort of um, the approach that we're taking is sort of being really be kind to yourself and be generous to yourself and um, sort of put yourself in the shoes of somebody else. So if if a friend came to you and said, I only went for a 10 minute walk yesterday, um, it wasn't enough. Would you agree with them and say, yeah, that's not good enough, work harder? Or would you say, no, you know what, 10 minutes was great. At least you went out. At least you did 10 minutes. It's better than nothing. Um and I think you find that you would say 10 minutes Absolutely. <laughs> is better than nothing. You're so much kinder to other people than we are to ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, lots of people can relate to that for sure. Um, no one follows their own advice, uh, which we should all definitely do more. Think how successful we'd all be if we followed our own advice. Yeah. If our Just internal voice was as nice as our external voice. <laughs> oh, if only. Um, but I also... Um, heard on um another podcast i listen to um lots of i love podcasts i'm always recommending different podcasts on here um but i was listening to dr rangan chatterjee's podcast this week um and it reminded me of one that he'd he'd done a while ago um where they were talking about activity and exercise um and really just emphasizing um the benefits of exercise really and just reminding people of of all the reasons why a little bit of exercise every day is so good um and the value of it and how exercise really um turns on your repair and maintenance mechanisms in your body um so it really helps you stay well it helps you stay fit and able um it really slows down the aging process um, and decreases the likelihood of illness. Um, and they suggest um, that just 150 minutes of exercise a week can lower your risk of dying at any given age by 50%. Wow. Which is about, that works out to about 20 minutes a day. So oh if you're God. just able to move 20 minutes a day, you're contributing so much to living a longer and healthier life. Um, which yeah that really um sort of struck a chord with me um because that's that's quite a lot isn't it that's that's a big just difference. blown my actual mind 
I can't yeah. believe that. And, and and I guess it's also really important to think that that 20 minutes of activity doesn't have to be a, a, a high pressure run or no, a game it's of rounders, like for example. A hit workout. It can be yeah. some gardening or a little bit of a walk or just mm. a stretch, just a good yoga session. Um, I was with my sister yesterday. I had dinner with my sister and um, went to hers after work. We were both shattered. Um, we uh, put the, she's got a four month old baby. So we put the baby to bed and then we were going to have some dinner. And we just decided to do a 15 minute yoga stretch um, just before we ate because uh, we were all sort of tense and stressed. And it was just so nice to really unwind and just we just sat on her kitchen floor and stretched for 15 minutes. Um, and it was great. And just little things like that that can impact towards your day um, really, really make a difference. So it's so worth trying to carve out extra time to do it. Um, and it doesn't have to be, as you say, it doesn't have to be super hardcore and intense. Mm. Yeah, do you think sure. You do... Sorry, go ahead. Do you think you do 10 minutes of exercise a day? It depends what you call exercise, to be honest. Um <laughs> Whenever, whenever I'm in the office, I certainly try and, and get out of the office at lunchtime and have a walk. That's my way yeah. of making sure I get exercise in then. When I'm at home, probably not so much. And with this hybrid world, we're probably at home as much as we are in the office on, a, on a, any given day of the week. Um, always try and make sure I do something at the weekends, even if it is just a walk. But what I've managed to do this week, which I was really pleased about, was we have a company huddle on a Tuesday morning. It's, it's a half hour meeting of just general updates. And I walked during that, just holding my phone so I could see any slides that came up on screen, that kind of thing. And I'd planned to do it and it rained the morning off. And I thought, oh, I cannot be bothered to go out and get wet. But then thought, yeah, you know what? Why not? My skin's waterproof. So threw on my coat, threw on my headphones and went out. And actually it was really nice. It was refreshing. It was different. It was out of these four walls and really um, kind of cathartic as well. Um, So it was really, really nice. So yeah, I'm definitely looking, I've not managed to do it since, but I'm looking through my diary to see what, which meetings are, can I just listen along to? Can I walk and just sort of contribute while I'm walking to? So yeah, yeah, because realistically, I think a lot of us, when we're sat in our home working back bedroom, wherever we are in the house, walk to the kitchen, get a cup of tea, walk back to your desk. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I really try and make sure I get out. Um, when I go into the office, I usually get quite a lot of steps in because I walk sort of part of my way to the train. Um, so I do tend to get quite a lot of steps in and then um, always try and get out for a walk whenever I'm home. I walk the dog, so I have to get out anyway. Um, but if, if if not once, then definitely twice. And it really helps. Um, mm. Are you are you doing the team step challenge at the moment at work? I have to admit, I'm not. After my experience yeah. of move more in March or, or the, the hundred oh, miles, God. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's um, a team team event, so you know you could just feed into a team. Sure, why not? <laughs> you could join join a team. It's not too late. It's not too late. Um, but that is just a really useful way for us all. It just helps you stay accountable, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've got some very competitive people in my team who ask me how much I walked over the weekend every time I see them. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, but it is, it's a good way just to, just for someone else to check in on you and say, did you leave the house yeah. yesterday? It's actually, it's quite good. That accountability is a massive factor for me in terms of, you know, motivation and mm. the yeah, actually. Yeah, like, like we said, it's so easy not to, isn't it? I went out and 
took a nappy bag to the bin just before this recording, just so I could get outside of the house because I realised I hadn't left the four walls um, just yeah. so far today. So yeah, it's certainly something something to engage with more and to actively think, right, I need to get something done here. I need to go and do a bit of exercise. And it's something that something that everyone can do. Like you say, 10 minutes. 10 minutes is all it takes, even if it's to walk to the post box and back. Yeah. Yeah. Or go, you know, pick a longer route to go somewhere. Um, mm. Or um, I remember uh, Coach Josh gave us some good tips for getting more steps into your day. Um, and it is things like that, just walking, walking to anywhere that you can rather than driving. Or even if you do have to drive, park as far away as you can from your destination so that you have to walk more. Um, steps rather than lifts and escalators in London. Um, mm. I always try and do, I always try and do the steps in the tube stations um, rather than escalators. And that's such an easy way just to yeah. get your body moving a little bit more. There, are certain, crowd there are certain steps on the tube that are kind of longer than they look. Don't they? You get halfway up and kind of yes. regret your choices. Don't walk a Covent Garden. <laughs> oh, the is really it spiral far. staircase at Covent, Covent Garden, isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, my word, yeah, really that far. goes on for a lifetime. But there are warning signs, to be fair. Yeah, they are. I think it tells you how many steps there are. I can't remember what it is now, but it does tell you. Um, I but, tried it once. Yeah. I think it was about 3.6 million by the feel of it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I, spiral steps as well are particularly hard because you get a bit dizzy and a bit disorientated. Yeah, and you just think they're never going to end. Because Yeah, because you can't see where you're going to end either, at mm. least with you know, like a normal staircase. You can only see see the top um mm. but yeah that's just a little life life london tip for you um take the stairs everywhere except Covent garden station that's a good life tip <laughs> good. yeah and i'm definitely i'm definitely making sure i'm going to go through my diary and look what meetings can i walk during because mm. actually i have a daily update meeting that i could probably walk during which is just before lunch so that would be a perfect time to get out and walk, mm. stretch my legs mm. i think the best advice I was given about being active was to make sure that it's something you enjoy mm. um so find whatever it is the activity that you actually like doing um maybe you don't actually like walking and that's fine I mean walking is just a really practical one but if you don't want to go on long walks every afternoon um then you know there's tons of other stuff you can do whether it's climbing or martial arts or anything um that just you know gets your gets your heart rate up and gets your blood pumping um so it's just finding that that one that you enjoy most yeah I, I love swimming I really enjoy swimming and I'm, I'm enjoying I have every second Thursday off to take to for childcare, and I really enjoy taking my son swimming obviously I don't get many lengths in because he's one and he would sink if I went there <laughs> to look after him but um really enjoy just moving around in the water just that sort of floating feeling is is really nice and um a couple of weeks time i'm i'm off on a work trip and i know the hotel i'm going to stay in overnight has a pool so i'm looking forward to that um Perfect. just just for the chance to i there's something about being underwater that just sort of closes you off from the from the world and just gives you that that bit of peace as you're yeah. as you're doing it yeah it's good i find it so relaxing swimming yeah for sure I've always really enjoyed it. It's always been a good one um, that I've done sort of like as rehab whenever I've been injured or mm. anything like that. It's a good one um, that you can do because it's so low impact, no pressure on your yeah. body anywhere. Um, Great cardio. It's so good for you. Mm. 
How yeah, I wish your... I could do it more, but it's one of those things that's kind of expensive as well. At least with running and walking, albeit running's awful. It's pretty, <laughs> isn't it? You just pair of shoes and you're off. But yeah, swimming's like my local pool, I think it's about seven or eight pounds a time. So mm. to do that five times a week, suddenly it's mounting up. So yeah, there's something to be said also for finding the things you can do for relative free. There are yeah. loads of local tennis courts um, around the country in, in local parks. I can't say every town's got one, but I know my town has a couple. So that's something I've yeah. always enjoyed as well. It's definitely worth looking up where your local free sports facilities are. Yes, that's a good, that's a really good tip, actually. Because um, you're right, there are a lot in, um, yeah, lots of recreational parks, whether it's tennis courts, basketball courts. Um, they sometimes have those little like outdoor gym setups, don't they? So for a bit yeah, of resistant yeah. training. Um, yeah. That's that's a really good good point actually. There's tons of those around me which I really should use. Well, there you go. You always put challenges on me, so your challenge for the next oh. podcast is to go and do a workout in an outdoor gym. Oh, speaking of, how were your um, turkey? What did you make? Oh, the turkey scotch eggs. Scotch eggs. Yes, yeah. I didn't Talk- try one. Talking of challenges, yeah, they were really nice actually. Really nice. Um. We've got a pick. We'll post the pick. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, yeah, no, they were, they were delicious and actually super easy to make as well. So yeah. hard-boiled eggs, smush some turkey mince around it. The, the key with them, I think, is to spice up the turkey mince a bit. So mm. I put loads of sage in because then you get mm. a sort of slight sort of faux sausage taste to it. Yeah, Salt and pepper um, and then just roll them in breadcrumbs. And for me, the turkey mince was zero points, the eggs zero points. So it's like a point, maybe two for a bit of breadcrumbs. Nice. So, and yeah, and they're massive as well. Yeah, <laughs> they look ridiculous, like Flintstone Scotch eggs. Yeah, they were giant. Um, yeah. They looked so good. Yeah, they were really, really tasty. Do you put anything? You don't put anything in between the egg and the mince. Nope. nope. Okay. Just make make sort of like a burger type shape out of the mince, and then put the egg on top and then sort of fold it round and just mold it round so it so it reaches right the way. Perfect. I've actually never made them. So that's going to be on my list this summer, I think. It's a good barbecue picnic food. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm, love that. Love yeah. That. If you if you're going to get stuck into a picnic, it's really easy to accidentally eat loads of pork pies and true proper scotch eggs and things so these are a great way of just keeping your points under control while you're doing that when we inevitably yeah. get some beautiful weather which is going to happen oh, manifesting some beautiful weather yes good well done keep manifesting um so what what else have you been whipping up what's your uh what's your dinner of the week this week oh yeah dinner of the week so um a new feature that we're going to bring in every single podcast so you get to hear our dinner of the week um dinner of the week Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think, uh, producer Sarah, if we can sort some auto-tune out on that. Auto-tune, please. <laughs> That'll be good. Um, no, to say, so my dinner of the week was also with um, hard-boiled eggs because I oh, yeah. had a dozen that were going out of date, so boiled them up. Um, and I made what the seemingly impossible thing of a delicious salad. I had some uh, some cooked chicken. And actually, this was a massive win um, and probably a tip for last week, last um, last time's podcast of always check the reduced counter in the supermarket to make your food budget stretch a bit further. But I was really lucky. And in Asda, they had some roast in the bag chickens down from four pounds something to a pound each. Oh, so I so bought good. 
three chickens, whacked them in the oven when I got home because they needed to be cooked. And now we've got tons and tons of, I've frozen some down, some cooked chicken. So a bit of cooked chicken, some hard boiled eggs, sliced up some potatoes really thinly and just did those gently in the oven so they were quite soft and nice. Um, some leaves and then the dressing over the top, got some 0% fat yogurt, chucked in a little bit of mustard, some salt and pepper and some dill. Mix, mix, mix. And it was lovely, actually. Really, really nice. That sounds really good. It was good. Yeah, what about you? Good little bit of meal prep. Um, Mine is actually quite similar because I've also been leaning into the uh, salad theme. Mm. Um, And I have sort of fallen into sort of like recipe, the recipe side of TikTok recently. And... um, I've been getting, I've been seeing loads of really cool recipes for like huge, substantial salads. I think they're called life-changing salads. Um, and um, loads of tips on there. And you can basically, I basically tweaked them so that it's all made up of my zero foods. So you can use um, lots of grains, lots of different grains and pulses. So I use giant, um, not giant actually, regular whole wheat couscous and lentils and things like that. And then loads of... Um, zero veggies including things like butternut squash and courgettes and green beans and every color pepper under the sun and beetroot i rediscovered beetroot i i love it i love a bit of beetroot i rediscover it every summer um and then i sort of forget about it again because i like it pickled in a jar and it's just and that is one of the the foods that is so so good for you Mm. um anything pickled i love yeah so i really so um bit of beetroot in there as well and then part of the really satisfying part of these salad preps is that you chop everything really really small like basically into tiny cubes so that then you mix it all together and it's just like a giant bowl of goodness um but the really exciting part is the dressing so I've been making them all out of my zero food so that I can have a dressing and not have to worry about um the points that that works out to be which is maybe sort of three or four um for a serving and i've been going big on the tahini do you eat much tahini oh no and you know what? i've got a jar in my cupboard and i don't know what to do with it oh well here you go you need to make this dressing okay um it's so good um it's so tahini is just sesame paste it's, it's what goes into hummus you make hummus with tahini mm-hmm. so it's just ground down sesame seeds um so it's got that really lovely aromatic kind of nutty flavor um and i'll send you the quantities because i can't remember them off the top of my head but it's tahini with whole grain mustard so you get a bit of a kick from that um a splash of olive oil lemon juice and then also a teaspoon of maple syrup um, which makes it really sweet and it's so good nice and then you've got that, that honey and mustard thing going on yeah yeah it's so lovely um and you sort of drizzle that all over your all over your veggies and throw it all together um, and it's been delightful. I've had that a lot recently. That's like my meal of the moment. That sounds really good. Really good. Yeah. And not tons of effort, I imagine, either if it's all just no. chucking stuff together in a big bowl. It's super easy. You basically just roast everything uh, in one big dish and then throw it into a bowl of grains. Um, and then you can add any leaves that you want or like extra salads or rocket or anything like that or lettuce. Um but you really don't need it to be honest, because this is a good, quite good one for meal prep. Because then I don't really like prepping salads, because I feel like they just go a bit rubbish, don't yeah, they? Yeah, a bit wilty and horrible. Yeah. So um, this is a good sort of 
leaf free one that you can prep um and yeah finally found a use I've had a jar of tahini in my cupboard for ages and like used it here and there but I've really got through it recently um with this new dressing it's so good nice yeah I think we had ours for making hummus out of and then sort of out of the habit of making hummus yeah yeah I have done it like twice and can't be bothered anymore because it tastes so much better to buy yeah it does but that's because there's loads of bad stuff in it well not bad stuff but stuff that's maybe not the healthiest option other stuff yeah you can turbocharge it with 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 some um with some chili with some salt and pepper with some lemon juice make it to your taste that way yeah um Mm. i'd love hummus so much i go through like a tub a day oh really oh god yeah no i like it as well (laughs) and actually my son really likes it as well for a one-year-old it's quite a strong flavor i think but he really yeah, likes it that's impressive yeah what does he have it with oh just dippy bread or just on the spoon he's had before as well oh that's how i eat it yeah quite happy <laughs> you just eat it out like ice cream <laughs> i have been known to <laughs> well, you must smell great afterwards yeah so good um no love you. you can't you can't beat carrots and hummus you can't bread and hummus <laughs> Yeah, no, I think carrots is better. The, the crunchiness really? is so much better. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. I mean, crisps is also pretty great, but carrots are obviously better. Oh, crisps. Now you're making me hungry. I know. Love crisps. Love crisps. Oh, I, speaking of um, of kids and food, um, we had one of one of my son's first words um, the other day. He's, he's said, oh, mummy, daddy, and no so far. And then his next first word was cheese. 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 <laughs> so he's just, he, he's definitely my son if he's sat there with with cheese. But he'd um, uh, clearly mummy was taking too long to make his breakfast because he was pottering about the floor of the kitchen, opened the fridge, helped himself to a baby bell and just sat there chewing on this baby bell and just held it up and went, cheese, cheese. What a genius. I know. I know. Sorting himself out with cheese first. That was one of his That's first amazing. conscious actions. Oh my goodness, priorities. Absolutely. We went to, when, when we were in Asda finding those cheap chickens, he was sat in the trolley and just holding on to stuff that I was taking off the shelves. And he decided that the piece of cheese was the thing he was going to hold for the entire rest of the journey mm. round. So just hugging this piece of cheese. I know Did how you feel, man. Hugging it? cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> Did he eat it before you got home? He was trying to bite through the, the wrapper of it, but didn't get through, thankfully. That's what we used to do. When we were little, yeah, we used to eat. Mum used to have just like put me and my sister in in the trolley or like drag us around the shops, and obviously we became very impatient. Um, so I particularly remember eating the bread, eating baguettes um, before we paid for them. Um, and I don't know if this is entirely true, but I have this memory of my sister having the butter. so I would be having the bread and my sister would have her hands like scooping out butter but I don't know I can't I don't really know if that's been exaggerated in my mind or if that's true (laughs) I love that if it's true though just scooping out the butter just scooping out the butter um but yeah we definitely we used to eat all sorts before anything to sort of keep us calm really and then we'd get to the till and she'd be like so they've already eaten this this and this but I will pay for it I remember, I remember eating a load of grapes in the supermarket once and then my oh, mum yeah. worrying that we were technically stealing them because they hadn't weighed them at the till yet. Oh, <laughs> Which is yeah, true. Probably true. Probably. 
Bastard. Have I just incriminated my mother now? Is she going to go to jail yeah. off the back of this podcast? I hope not. I hope not. Uh-oh. Yeah, but fruit's another easy one, isn't it? You just can munch away at it before it's before you're ready. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. That's a good one. Um, the other thing we really wanted to talk about this week, um, speaking of food, was the impact. Um, did you see this? The impact uh, of that Met Gala dress moment. Yeah, I did hear about this, but you're going to have to remind me of exactly what so lunacy was we, going on. We um, touched on it this week on our uh, Instagram page. And um, so a couple of weeks ago was the Met Gala in the US, which is a huge event uh, in New York. And every celebrity under the sun is invited and walks the catwalk. And it's usually a huge fashion statement moment Um Everybody, you know, there's always a theme that people have to follow. And I think the the theme this year was the Gilded Age. So people went like all out. Um, but Kim Kardashian, who I'm sure everybody has heard of, um, what decided to wear a dress that belonged to Marilyn Monroe. Um, so it's obviously an incredibly valuable dress. It's basically a piece of history. Um, and unfortunately, Kim Kardashian did not fit into the dress, that, this dress that she wanted to wear that belonged to Marilyn Monroe. Um, so about three weeks prior, she decided to crash diet in order to fit into this dress, which she wore for a grand total of 10 minutes on the evening, um, because she then changed into another dress that she had for the event. Um, and there's been a little bit of upset on it because of the fact that she, you know, was proudly saying how she managed to lose 16 pounds in three weeks by crash dieting, um, to be able to fit into a dress. Um, so we sort of wanted to join the conversation, see what people thought about this, because our perspective is that no dress is worth crash dieting for three weeks and putting your body through that. The damage that does on your body, um, for losing 16 pounds that quickly when she's going to put it back on naturally um, mm. very soon. So, um, And, and obviously... doing it so publicly as well is the, yeah. the thing that's really a bit frightening about that. Doing yeah. it so publicly and being proud of it being proud of that kind of unhealthy behavior is a bit scary exactly it is and you know she's a she's a woman with a huge platform she's in a position of influence um and so it's it's very it's just dangerous behavior really to be Mm. promoting and saying that she could lose 16 pounds in three weeks for one one event for 10 for 10 minutes of an event um so lots of people quite upset by the fact that she was sort of you know showing it off and even the fact that she did it to begin with rather than maybe just wearing something that fits so that she could be comfortable Mm -hmm. and proud of her body rather than forcing herself to change um and we had lots of lots of similar responses we were talking about it on instagram and lots of people were saying the same and we're very pleased that we were able to you know bring it up and talk about it and and share the importance of losing weight sustainably and what the, the damage of crash dieting can do to your health um, and you know the long term, the long term um, effects that it has. Um, so, I mean, there are tons of different effects that it that it will do to your body, um, including you know weakening your immune system, damaging your metabolic rate, um, and your heart rate. And then it also affects your um, muscles as well, as well as your hair and your skin, like. There are just so many reasons not to do it versus the one mm. reason of 10 minutes of feeling good in a dress. 
Um, yeah, and that just says to me about why our plan is sustainable. And it sounds like I'm just spouting out the corporate message here, but I'm, I'm absolutely not because we've just spoken about the delicious filling salads that we both yeah. made that are, that enable you on the on the WW plan to live well and live healthily and and enjoy all this delicious food and and it's just not necessary to go down those kinds of routes it's not necessary it's not healthy no and the thing is it's not sustainable as well like you say so you make that crash diet it's all going to come back on within yeah. within weeks and how will she feel when she puts that weight back on again it's yeah it's setting un it's setting unrealistic expectations yeah. for yourself absolutely and and in turn with like you say with her platform she's then setting those unrealistic expectations for millions of people on whom she has influence yeah absolutely absolutely so it's really You've really got to focus on on the long term, basically, and not mm. not the short term, not the quick fixes. Um, and it's it's an interesting one because we did also have people responding saying, you know what, everybody does it. Everybody thinks I've got a holiday in two weeks. Um, I want to feel my best. How can I do that? Or whether you've got a particular party that you want to look good for, or something like that, um, which is true to a degree. You know, people do people do think and I think that's more of like a mindset piece it's really it's really hard for people to just accept how they look or how they feel now and think I'm going to look amazing the way that I am now I don't have to change just because I'm going on holiday um so I, th I think that is part of the problem really is you know people accepting themselves and being proud of themselves um but yeah we should all definitely be helping each other out and promoting small lifestyle changes that will make you healthier in the long run rather than super quick fixes in order to morph your body into something it's not supposed to be mm. it's scary. yeah agreed what is your goal at the moment how's your uh carting training going um yeah okay at the moment actually i'm i'm thoroughly back on plan now because mm. i had holiday and i yeah. enjoyed my holiday let's put it that way um, I ate an unbelievable amount of cheesecake and chips and crisps, but it was worth <laughs> it. And that's food. fine, and 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 it, it was conscious decision as well. That's that's the main thing. It was a conscious decision to to relax a bit. So yeah, I've, I have a twelve hour race in about six weeks' time, and I am back on plan, and I'm doing a nice steady one one and a half pounds a week, which is seems right. to be where my body is happy in that mm -hmm. space and, and seems to be where I can still enjoy myself and still have the occasional pizza, which I've got 35 minutes into a podcast recording without mentioning. Um, <laughs> I just need to get it in at the end. Um, so yeah, I can still have the pizza and I'm, and I'm just plodding along at my one, one and a half pounds, which is absolutely fine and absolutely right for me. So yeah, yeah. I'm on target to hit the weight I want to buy this race in, um, in, in six, seven weeks time. Um, so yeah, doing okay, doing okay. Just keeping my eyes on that goal. Um, if I want that second pizza of the week, I have to think, oh, mm. do I really want to do that? And and perhaps I don't. Perhaps I can wait till next week. So yeah, all good. What about yourself? Um, yeah, kind of similar timeframes for me as well. We we do have a a holiday in a few weeks' time. Uh, I think it's about four weeks away now, which is very exciting. Um, but I'm not really. Oh, we're going to uh, Mallorca. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, with the whole family, which will be nice. Um, but I'm not, I'm not 
like trying to lose weight for then. Um, I just would like to, for me, I'm kind of more about, I'd like to feel healthy and I'd like to feel comfortable and I'd like to have clear skin um, and that sort of thing. So it's more just, you know, packing my body full of veggies um, mm. is sort of more what I'm focusing on. And so that I know that I feel good rather than I'm not worried about getting into a certain size or anything like that. Um, you know, I don't want to feel bloated or anything like that. So it's just about eating all the right things for me, which is easy enough for four weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And that'd be so nice to rock up on holiday, just feeling like the best version of yourself right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, so that's the route that I'm aiming for. Perfect. So really looking forward to some sunshine. Oh, I bet. Um, and just being able to to relax with, well, I say relax with the whole family, but it will be, it'll be fun. <laughs> Relaxation be fun is relative when the whole family are there. God love them. Yeah. <laughs> God love them. No, it will be amazing. We love a family holiday. Oh, lovely. I know, still hanging on to those. But yeah, looking well, forward to it. On that, on that note of feeling your best self and... Uh, <laughs> And eating, eating and, and exercising as is going to lead to that feeling, then um, I think that's a really nice way to wrap up today's podcast. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. And we will see you all on the next podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.